Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Caffeine Before Bed. This week, we have a very average guest, Andrew Lecce. Andrew, say hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so, Andrew, how are you? I'm doing all right. Hold on. Hanging in there? Yeah, yeah you're, you're uh, what, do you do, what do you call them? Like the little thoughts or notes or whatever on Instagram have been very interesting. Ah, uh, yeah, well, well, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Well, what was yours today? Not so moving and gro- or moving, but uh, not quite grooving. Barely moving and not even grooving. There we go. Yeah. That was a, that was actually good. I like that one a lot. Yeah, next one's gonna be just as good. Oh yeah? Do you have a yeah. whole lineup of bangers? Uh no, not a whole lineup, but I've got a couple. Got a okay. couple good ones. You have to see them as they come. <laughs> yeah, good to good to wake up and have something to look forward to. Yeah. Speaking of which, I actually did. I have been switching up my sleep schedule. Uh, you know I sleep a lot, but I've I, actually been going to bed at nine o'clock and getting up at seven o'clock. So, really getting on that nice. grind. Very nice. Finally, yep, yep. <laughs> don't finally me. <laughs> how dare you? Uh, how was the dentist? Dentist was pretty miserable. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Not a fan of my gums being abused for twenty minutes, but Facts. it's my teeth are in excellent condition as normal. Uh, Very good. Though the other thing I did today, so I watched the new Puss in Boots movie, right? Okay, yes. I heard Best it was good. movie I've seen in a long time. Really? Best villain I have seen ever. Ever? And I don't mean that lightly. Like, that is not... Alright, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let's go back into that. Ever. You've ever. seen some hot stuff. Not ever? Ever. This man, every... Okay, so here's the thing. So he has... I'm not going to tell you it all because you're going to have to watch the movie. Yeah, no spoilers. Started, right? So the villain, the main villain, has has this thing he does. Um, and it's, the, it's, it's one of the things only he does, right? And he does it and you don't have to see him for him to do it. But you'll hear okay. it, right? It's kind of like a, like a jingle kind of thing, right? Every time he does it, chills. Full body chills. It's amazing. Like, there is no, it's not, he's not a, he's not a misunderstood villain. He's not a he's not a villain where there's you know where he lightens up everything. He has a purpose. He is relentless. He is evil, and he does it well. Acid. Is it worth the? So did you watch it in theaters? I watched it in theaters. Yeah. Okay. Is it worth a theater ticket to go see in 100%. theaters? Hundred percent. I'm gonna wow. go in the next week again. Really? Yeah. It was so good. Oh, here you go. Maybe if it's that good, oh, it's that good. It, it might be worth good. coming back, and I'll, I might come see it with, with you this weekend. Oh my, yeah, we're probably gonna. I, we're probably gonna watch it as a family this Friday or something. Okay, I have time because so I might come oh my that. goodness, that's incredible. Yeah, because I would have. I would have gone to see it again like tonight. I saw this afternoon. So incredible! That yeah. is in oh super goodness. high praise. That's fascinating, and uh, that's especially fascinating to me because. Right, I've been working on on pre-planning for my book, right? Right. And so I'm trying to think of of character arcs and character development and characters in general and what I want them to be. And I think a lot of characters nowadays are, you know, it's the misunderstood villain or yeah. it's the comedic villain, and we really have lost that sophisticated and or like sophisticated evil where it's scary because it's classy and super intelligent or just that absolutely relentless evil. Yeah, I think that's so cool. I've, I would be fascinated to see that, especially coming from you. That's very you're not one to say that lightly. So good. Well, I'm a I'm a sucker for a good villain that that really does the evil well and looks and looks the part 
and there's a lot of little touches in the animation that that put it together just little things in the eyes or mannerisms or you know extra yeah, like skybox things or or wind flow like it there's there's a bunch of little things that just fit it all together and the music oh it's just it is it is quite good is is the dialogue in the movie good? Because I I'm a sucker for dialogue. The dialogue the dialogue is pretty good. The dialogue with the villain is absolutely amazing. The whole story itself is good. It actually does a good job of. I mean, it's DreamWorks, so it's going to be better than Disney, yeah. regardless. But like family and oh, that fat stinker with and, whatever the red the red one was. Oh, turning red. red. Was it, that was, was it Disney. Turning red. Turning red. Was yeah, it that was Disney. I thought that, that was, was DreamWorks. That wasn't DreamWorks. Oh, okay. Um, that was Disney. Luckily enough. Um, no family and uh like contentedness and with what you've got and cherishing it, like it is very very well done good good morals good ideals yeah fantastic movie go watch it in theaters <laughs> not sponsored not sponsored not sponsored but amz pretty good <laughs> hick us up yeah we're way too yeah. small for that that's that's interesting yeah, yeah. And you said the music was good Music was really good, and I mean Antonio Banderas does a really good job as post as. Oh yeah, does. his like, voice is fantastic. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> you even said that with the, <laughs> I know, I the Hispanic accent. Oh, it's so uh, good. Yeah, fantastic. Good. Uh, what do you? What else? What else? Music-wise, was interesting about that that you had or hadn't seen before. Well, it was. Uh, ooh. It's hard to say it was different. It just fit well. The music fit very well. It it did a very good job of amplifying. It wasn't it wasn't noticeable except for the the one thing that the villain does. That okay. is very noticeable and recognizable. And I'm gonna be looking around my head whenever I hear it. Um, <laughs> my goodness. Oh, but, I'm gonna come back to the house. I'm gonna sneak up and I'm gonna play it through the speakers. Through oh the my goodness, time. bro! I would jump. Uh, yeah, but it, it all fit very well. It didn't it didn't distract. It definitely amplified the message. You know, like a good movie should. It did not. It did not feel. There was nothing that felt out of place. Even the songs that were done or that came back had a had a message that was pretty consistent with what was going on at the mo- during the movie. And yeah, nothing was nothing was too much or distracting. It all it all just fit nicely. It was it was well. It knew it. The music knew its place and yet still gave a good message across. Interesting. Knew its places is a good good way to put that yeah i feel like as far as amplifying things that's there's an element of that that's in movies and games and stuff that's that really is that sometimes when it gets in the way that's something i feel like there's a part of that in real life too like if i'm granted i maybe do this more than i should but you know you're playing music you're walking along you're driving you're doing whatever and you're like oh man this this music just kind of hits your stride or like you're driving around i had this this summer after work you know i'd finish working out in the sun you're all hot you hop in the car you roll the windows down you're playing some music and it feels like you're in an 80s movie or something you know i mean that's that's kind of the nice thing about music is that it can fit i mean since there are so many styles and genres they can all fit different situations and or create different situations you know, even just in your head, depending on the the style or the chord progressions or whatever. It's actually incredible how much I've found it to be mood shifting. Like, oh, it, it is. Can really, so. And mood amplifying. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's incredible. I also do. I listen to music while I work. Do you listen to music while you work? Well, I don't work anymore, but no, no, like schoolwork. Oh, uh, like schoolwork? Yeah, I do. Like I listen work. to. I listen to music every spare moment. So yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, I, I always, I, I generally helps. always have music in. Yeah, especially when I'm writing, it helps me. Lyrics. S- lyrics like i have no some people can't write with lyrics or or work with lyrics i have no yeah. problem with that but if it's like really hardcore thinking it's uh, lyrics can be a bit harder yeah so I, well because you're trying to your brain is trying to process two different things and so yeah. i mean we we in actuality there's no multitasking and so it kind of jumbles up the process but but it can it can also help at the same time, depending on the lyrics and the language and the style and, and so on and so forth. Actually, so Dad and I talked about this a long time ago, and I've, I thought it was an interesting idea. Because if you listen to a certain type of music, like like not genre of chords, like it's not country or rap right. or whatever, but like if you're listening to love songs a lot, that'll generally start to slowly flavor your life more and more. You'll look for that. Yeah. Or whatever. So I was curious if I listened to a bunch of music about, you know, either whatever it is, depression or love or whatever it is, in a different language, would I still feel that even though I don't know the language? <laughs> no. Fascinating thoughts. No, okay, it's not how that works. <laughs> hey, you don't know that. I do you know that. Done a study. You haven't done well, a study. I mean, it all it is is. I mean, I hate to say this, but all it is is common sense. Because if you think about it, the only thing you're going to be getting, if you can't comprehend it, the message comes across differently. Because the only message that's going to be coming across is that of the chords. And so, it is, in actuality, the chords that are going to be affecting. So, it would be the style of chords. Even if it's in another language, it'll be the chords that'll affect you. Unless you have prior knowledge that that music is depressive. Because if it is, then no matter what the chords are, whether or not you understand it, it'll be depressive because that's prior knowledge. Otherwise, if you don't, and the song just happens to be depressive, but it's in Russian, then you're just going to be like, oh, this is a cool Russian song. That's yeah. true. Because there's a few songs like that. There's a Japanese song that I... Oh, I forget what I mean, there's a the well-known Japanese one. Yeah, that's, that's an absolute banger, but it's about... I think it's either about depression or suicide, suicide or both. Suicide. Yeah. And then there's a Polish song that I like. That is about basically it's about hard labor bordering on slavery with no way out, and right. it's like it's it's horribly depressing, but it it goes hard. But if you but if you don't know the lyrics and you don't know the context and you can't understand the language, all it is, is going to be a bunch of cool chords with people saying some gibberish because you're American and you don't understand other languages. Verizon only speaks one language. Yeah, I know. Hey, at I least you played two instruments. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> Well, it is. I would say it's similar because well, sure, it's similar. Music is a language, but music is a language. Math is a language. Words so are a language. Languages. Well, obviously, words are a language. But well, yeah. which is interesting. Now that I'm working for for a company for Practica, yeah, that will continue to go unnamed. Uh, oh, why? Because I don't know about legal stuff with that. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I haven't signed the contract yet, even though I'll say what it is. It. No, you won't. Okay. Darn. Uh, cool company though. Y'all should check it out. I'll send you the link. No, I can't. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, <laughs> we'll figure that out maybe in a later episode. But they make <laughs> guitars. 
And so, which was actually interesting because I looked at some of them and they're all using wood from Uganda, right? Yeah, I know, I know. I looked at the website. Which is crazy interesting. But they're, and they only make acoustic stuff now, but they're going to work on electric stuff. Electric acoustic stuff would be so cool. I was, so here's the thing I was looking into it, I was looking on the website because dad told me about you know, the fact that you would, cause he just sent me the website and I was like, Oh, that's a cool website. I'd get one of their guitars. Um, and then, so I saw, cause they were having a sale, right? Like a 40% off B stock, right? So it's stuff that has a little bit of blemishes or whatever. I was like, right. sick. Maybe I'll always oh, still a thousand dollars at least. Darn. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's the problem. Although it's really interesting yeah, nice how, yeah. How the different woods look and feel. Just, oh yeah. Just because they're from a different part of the world. It's fascinating stuff. Yeah, and sound because sound is a well, very yes. important. What sound the neck of your guitars and the and all and the shape and everything because that all is yeah. going to determine the sounds. Which is why mine is very nice and light and airy. What is yours from America? I don't know. Hold well, on, let me check. Yamaha. Yeah, so it's uh, the body is mahogany, and then the neck and fretboard are maple. While the okay. top is alder wood very, very nice very, very clean but i mean that's gonna very much and the shape as it is a dreadnought um is going to fully change the style and sound airiness of it as opposed to those from another part of the world which is cool i, hate, I think i hate that dreadnought is a shape of guitar because it's such a great word and it's such it a great type of guitar visual imagery and then all of a sudden it's a guitar Hey, don't diss the guitars, bro. They're cool. Hey, I came up. I had that that initial guitar design that was cool as heck. So, oh yeah, yeah. So that's cool. A lot of cool stuff. Your company, uh, the company you work for, is I think it's pretty cool. If I had more money, I would get one of their guitars. Yes, well, I guess we'll throw it down here. It is called Duncan Africa. Yeah, they are a charity guitar company. I work for them. If you're interested, go check it out. You can also donate on the website. I four guitars. I am not paid by them. I am an intern. I am sponsored by myself. Buy guitars. Good for you. Learn guitar. Yes. Learn an instrument. That's my whole thesis. Learn an instrument. It's good for you. Oh, yes. That is your instrument. Or your Uh, instrument. (laughs) My thesis. Your thesis. How's that coming, by the way? It's not very hard. Okay. It just takes a while because all of our deadlines are so spread out. Yep. And so I don't get all the work done, you know, quickly. I spread it out. So it's just kind of, eh, whatever. Are you just going to get a jazz trio up to give you, like, but in, like, in the middle uh, of your speech? You know, maybe I should. That'd actually be really funny. I just like, after- as as you transition points or you make like a little joke, you can get, you can get Vaughn to do a but or then you have a riff in the middle of it. Wait, just get, a, I'll just get Peter pause. to, I'll just get Peter to play the lick after every confirmation. Yep. Do 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 do, and then I'll move on. Yep. Or are you your intro? You don't have to memorize anything. It's just, uh, just, it's just a what? You uh, get an intro minutes. usually takes you probably a minute thirty to do. Three minutes. Intro yeah. and first thing, okay. yeah. So you could you could do a short song. Yeah. Do a little jazz lick. Do a little autumn leaves. There you go. Circle of fifth. It's actually I okay. So I. Speaking of which, I found. So I knew. Do you know the song Autumn Leaves? It's a jazz uh, song. The I one by Frank the one by Frank Sinatra and yes. you know that famous one. It's it's similar, but the chords aren't very clear. So the fun thing about those chords 
is that um, uh, it's the circle of fifths, but descending. So it's really simple to play, but it sounds really cool. Right, because no one plays the circle of fifths in a chord structure. Right, and it's it's well known for that for that progression. It's very singular. I don't know. It's it's kind of cool. I just found it kind of recently. Very fun. Have you kept up with uh, with piano and guitar? Yeah, I mean, I play. I still play guitar just about every day. Piano, it's a little more infrequent. Um, until I start playing for church again. Well, I'm you're kind of like peaked out right now for that. Well, no, actually, Mr. Hatcher, Pastor Hatcher, sent out an email, and so I'm going to be back in the rotation more because he asked me if I wanted to be, and I said, yup. Right, but I'm just in talking so, in terms of skill. Like, you're lower on the of, totem pole when it comes to guitar than piano. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Once hmm. you once you become the next Tim Henson. Ha, never. I don't want to <laughs> be that kid. I mean, I do, but that's not my goal. Right. You don't want to have to work to be that good. No, I don't. I, to be that good. No, 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 no. I wouldn't mind working to be that good if I if I really wanted to. I just don't really want to be that good. I want to be good enough for other things, but I don't want to be that good. I don't want to be the pioneer, like good enough to be a pioneer kind of thing. That's fair. That's That's, not, I want to. I want to be good enough where I can play kind of whatever I want, and sound good. Yeah, kind of what you do with piano. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. Like that. I don't regret stopping piano. I think that it was good for me at the time, and I don't re- regret it. But seeing you be able to just tear it up, because what what happened was I hit the wall in 10th grade, and I dropped it because I was allowed to because I was doing choir and other things. Yeah, yeah. But then if I had passed that wall and kept going, I could be at where it you are be right really, now. Yeah, for sure. But it's, it, it's right, but it's the two. It's the it's the dichotomy of man, right? You are the guy that that pushed on, and now you're really good. Okay. And I'm the guy that has stopped and kind of Dropped floated off. off into the abyss. Well, you you do other things. I do, but other. that's not one of them. Well, sure, but you can always pick. Well, I mean, all I'm saying is my thesis shows that you will be immensely benefited by that. You already have been, and you will be further throughout the rest of your life, especially even more so if you pick it up later in life again. Or pick up another instrument. What, anyway. what specific ways will I be benefited? I mean, just about any cognitive development. So when you were younger, since you started at like five or six, so you your cognitive ability, your your verbal reasoning, your comprehension, your motor skills, all of it was drastically improved because you played piano for like, what, nine years, eight, nine years or something like that? Ten years. First yeah, grade ten years. tenth grade. Right. So because you played for 10 years, you have been already massively influenced and benefited by that. And and it'll help you retain your cognitive function later in life as well. Um, and then if you pick it up again, you know, say in your 60s or, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, like basically <laughs> in another 40 years. Well, basically old, when you, you know, middle age and up, especially as you get to be very elderly, it helps with your quality of life. And again, it slows mental retardation and decay and atrophy, like all of that. It just playing music and learning an instrument and practicing just is great for the mind and the brain. Both. So, both sides of it. Anyway, it's really interesting. I've been I was on the complete on other side of, of brain research, so that's interesting. Because brain research is such a wide study oh, that you it's can so you can go in like ten different directions and never cross research. I know. 
I have so many books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. So many books and studies. It's, it's I enjoy it. I think it's fun because the brain's an interesting place, and I have uh, had to deal with it. Yes, yes, you have. You've yeah. gotten to know it intimately. Le concussion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as you are known, as Andrew translates in French, I believe. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, so music is great for the brain, in short. It is. So how do you... I have a, a little bit of a, a divergence from the, the current topic. Fair enough. How do you view, or how do you think... As you go into college, you will dress. Well, I don't have much of a choice. What do you mean? I'm going to NSA. Right, and? Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it'll be like sweaters or, or, you know, ties and stuff, so. They have a dress code? Yeah. I did not know that. But I mean, I mean, okay, so if, say, yeah, so basically I'll be wearing like button down and tie and you know, dress pants or tackies or whatever, or sweater and tire, you know, something like that, which I don't really care about. But let's say, to answer your question, in theory, I was to have complete freedom over how I dressed in college, right? Correct. I'm assuming yes. that's kind of what you're going that for. Was, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. No, that's, that's fine. So, I, yeah. I, it's understandable. Um, yeah, so let's, let's assume I'm, I wouldn't really, I kind of like how I dress. So it'd be, most of the time it'd be, I'd probably get more like, not necessarily tech wear, but that's kind of what it is. So okay. long pants, joggers, kind of pockets. Um, probably a lot of long sleeve shirts, t-shirts. Um, and then I like, I mean, I, I like dressing up and doing formal stuff. So, you know, ties and vests and button downs and stuff, suits. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd really change much on how I would dress personally. Fair enough, because I think that there's kind of the two different ways people come out of a private school education where there is a dress code, and that's you either kind of stick with it or you completely abandon it. Because yeah. coming into this university, at least, and and granted, most schools don't have a dress code, and so you just kind of come from nothing to nothing. Right. So, you know, everyone at school come goes around in sweatpants, sweatshirt, you know, t-shirt, whatever it is. Some some people do, you know, booty shorts, but you know that's their own choice, and it's mostly yeah. guys. It's all the rugby guys. Oh, of course, because um, they're huge. But oh, they are absolutely tight. But we digress. Yes, we're getting a little off topic. Uh, rugby thighs, though. I'm just saying. I did get distracted. Holy! Uh, yeah. I have started wearing basically semi-formal stuff. All the time, or not quite. F I wouldn't say it's formal because I'm not wearing a tie most of the time, but and I'm not doing a suit. But I think like old money slash new money, like 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 some button down shirt and slacks or something. Yeah, it's button down shirt, slacks, nice. Like it's like my wingtip shoes, and usually the the button down is is unbuttoned at the top, so I'm not usually wearing a tie. But yeah, so, so like like not money, not even kind of thing. yeah not even business casual kind of like well, uh, it's above well, business casual no because business no because business casual is like just a button down and a tie that's business, no, casual. business casual is like a polo and really? slacks yes because then there's business formal and then there's formal yeah business yeah so you're business casual. 
That's literally when I look up business casual, that's what comes up. It's a button down and like tucked in pants. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. But it's so interesting how much it stands out. Oh yeah. Cause because I do it for a few reasons. I do it one because I'm going into a new semester. I want to make a good impression with all the professors. You know, so there's that aspect. The yeah. other aspect, there's two other aspects. One of them is it keeps me focused a little bit more because if, if I'm wearing nice clothes, I kind of hold myself to a higher standard and, you know, I'm not just a lazing around in a sweatsuit. A private school dress code. And it, and it works, is the thing. It, oh, it works. Bad sure. and disappointing. But, uh, <laughs> and then the other thing is there is a, <laughs> I'll share this on the podcast. I'm not going to talk to necessarily school people about this. Is there is a power dynamic in people that wear nice clothes and people that don't because oh, yeah. the people that don't feel like they have to live up to the person that, that does. It does, so, yeah. No, it's a thing. I mean, it's the same thing in public. You go around as someone our age. I say our age, we're three years apart. But yeah, I mean, anywhere from 18 to 24, basically, you know, you go around in a, you know, vest or, you know, button down and tie and people, you know, look at you funny because no one does it, which brings me back. So we had a kind of like a for rhetoric class. We had a toasting event, right? The Saturday. Oh, yeah. Um, How did that go? Oh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, we had a great time toasting people. And then we went out to 7 Eleven afterwards, right? To get Slurpees because I don't know. We all get along or something. Uh, and so we all are in our suit, you know, suits yep, and yep. dresses to 7 Eleven. As one does. Right. And so then, you know, we're, get, we're getting some weird looks. Not like there's a whole lot of people in 7 Eleven, but whoever are get us kind of weird looks. All the crackheads. Um, right. Uh, and then. Yeah, and then we walk out and kind of hang out in a 7-Eleven parking lot in our suits and dresses. And it's it's different. No one does it our age because we're all 17, 18-year-olds. Right, so and even if you don't have an event, if you're just 17 to 20... Once you get up in the 20s, then people start not looking at you funny because they'll think it's for business. But if you're just minding your own business, but especially if you're confident, if you go around with this air of... In confidence, and you look good. People will legitimately just get out of your way because they they see you as this important figure, even though you're just a dude with with nice clothes that kind of takes care of yourself. Exactly. But because that's not the status quo, they're like, "Oh, he's special. He's important." When you're not, he you does just, something we don't, or knows something we right, don't. Because he's just this this, or he's rich, or whatever it is. When yeah. when in reality, I'm wearing just a normal black shirt white pants black belt black shoes right it's right. nothing like out it's not unheard of by any means but no. it's just because i'm walking around with that and i have confidence people are like oh he's he's important i should i should respect yeah. him i should get well, out of just, way, whatever it is that's also because you know partly because of how america has gotten so lazy just as a as a society uh, not just in clothing but in everything that someone who takes the time to put care like who puts care into like all aspects, whether that be, you know, hair and dress and walk and, you know, when you're not slouching, when you're walking confidently and when your shoes are tied nicely and your tie is done well and you're wearing nice clothes, it it shows a level, especially at our age, where there isn't purpose like that. Some people may say, oh, yeah, well, I have a job or, you know, whatever. But when there's purpose in a lot of different areas that brings a different level of respect because it's so uncommon in America. True. 
And, and that's yeah. I wish more people did it, and I think that's why people from our circles of things are building themselves up to become something greater because the world doesn't do it, and we do. Then, especially by America. definition, yes. Well, that's very true, and yeah. especially in America. <laughs> yeah. But we're we are becoming the group of people that stand out because we take care of ourselves and educate ourselves <laughs> and not just go to social indoctrination schools. Right. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's important and it's fun. I'm going to be honest. It is I, fun. I, I like, I, which is why I, cause I still, I was talking before we sat down and started toasting. I was talking to Mr. Worley uh, and we were talking about it cause I was wearing my, my color fading suit jacket. Uh, oh, uh, you did? You did? Yeah, of course I did. Of course I, I did. You. Yeah. Uh, and so, but we were talking about, you know, color combinations and suits and stuff. And because I don't have, I still need a black vest or a charcoal vest because I don't have one of those. And they go with so many things that I kind of need one. And I also don't have a blue necktie. That's just because I, I have a blue bow tie that's, you know, nice satin. But I don't have a blue necktie, and that goes with so many things. I'm like, well, I kind of, kind of be nice to have one. So I, I, it's, it's fun to figure out the color combinations and have options, and and you know, be able to put yourself together and and feel good about that. And I think what's interesting to hear you say that it's it kind of connects some dots in my mind, right? Growing up as a as a boy as a dude right especially as a dude among dudes right we got we got four boys in the house Yo. you dressing up is for girls right that's just the thing it's just the way it is and to an extent that's true girls should probably like it's it's probably better that they have more clothes than us because guys shouldn't just be stressing over how they look all the time however as you get older you know i was this summer i was expanding my wardrobe i got the tailored suit and everything but it's it feels good like having a bigger wardrobe with with nice clothes yeah, that make you nice. look good feels good like it's yeah, it's it a cool thing and it's yeah. not just for not just for the women yeah but you know oh what was, was it zz top that said every girl crazy about a sharp dressed man there you go lovely <laughs> Glad we're listening to ZZ Top wisdom at this one. Oh, how society has fallen. Shut up. Dad showed it to me when I was a tot. Leave me alone. And on that absolute bombshell of a statement. Goodness. And wise wisdom that we are dropping on all of you. You're welcome. Yes. It is time to end the episode for tonight. Thank you all so much for watching. Have a wonderful day.